Hey team, welcome to uh, a bit of a, a different, bit of a special episode of the Virtus Performance Podcast. Now, it's currently, what day is it? It's the 9th of April, 2020. Uh, we've been, the gym's been closed for about three weeks. Um, we're currently running sessions out of out of the garage uh, where we're doing most of our, most of our, we're doing all of our coaching and group training and everything online. So I figured this was a good, as good a time as any to kind of stop and reflect and have a look back at the last you know, 10 years that I've been in the industry. Um, I've had a few people ask kind of how Virtus got started over the last few weeks. And unless you want to get stuck into hours and hours of podcast uh, material, uh, I figured I'd jump on and, and do a do a bit of, bit of a video slash uh, podcast episode to kind of chat through, yeah, the last 10 years and, and kind of how we got to this uh, place. Um, ideally not being closed, but uh, hopefully we'll get through the COVID over the next couple of, couple of weeks or months and get back into doing what we love. Um, and I also thought it was kind of cool that I started out uh, in a home garage gym uh, kind of set up and now I've got the same setup uh, 10 meters that way um, in our garage so kind of full circle which is pretty cool and I thought a few of you guys would get a little bit out of uh, yeah me reminiscing a little bit and going through everything that's kind of got us to this point so let me share my screen um, I'm sitting here just enjoying a uh, well, let's get let's get this video in there too. Yeah, I'm sitting here just enjoying a bit of drops of juniper, bit of gin, bit of treat yourself. So get around us. Yeah. Um, all right. So the way I thought I'd kind of do this was kind of take a stroll down memory lane, uh, scroll back through our our Facebook feed. Uh, I was going to use Instagram, but some reason I couldn't get back to the start. So Facebook will do. Uh, for most of you who don't know, Virtus actually didn't originate or didn't become Virtus until about 2014. Uh, early on, you can see this was my home gym setup and it definitely didn't start like this. Uh, the home gym setup was like a three by three meter piece of boat carpet uh, with the, you know, $200 uh, bench leg extension combo that you got from Rebel Sport back in the day, which was also where I where I worked, where I applied my retail trade. Um, but this is eventually uh, what it kind of grew into, uh, this little studio slash garage gym out of Pearsdale, uh, back where I used to live at my parents' place. Um, and I'm sure I'll get on it, but my parents have been an incredible support, incredible help over the last 10 years or so. And I wouldn't be nowhere, nowhere near uh, the lifestyle I live now without them. So cheers to them. Um, but dad, dad let me into his shed, uh, into his precious shed. And as you can see in this photo, I kind of took over a little bit. Um, initially I was on the right hand side of this, uh, which might, yeah, that's right. Um, I had like a little square and then I said, Hey dad, can I move over to the corner? And what I realized with dad, when I asked him about ways I could grow the gym, he'd say no. And then two or three days later, he'd come back to me and say, all right, here's how we're going to do it. So uh, I learned that pretty quick. Initially I was, I had about, yeah, about to here. 
Um, and then I, I asked if I could go to here, but he said, no further, don't go past the door. But that obviously didn't last too long. Um, yeah, so we had the red carpet uh, and, th and that was pretty much where we started. So I, uh, I finished my PT course in 2010. I did a Cert 3 Foreign Diploma of Fitness. Um, I mostly just wanted a, a gap year, but decided to, uh, to jump into that course when, back when the government was giving massive subsidies. So I certainly wasn't always going to be a coach. I'd gotten into exercise and sports science, but like a, a lot of students back then and, and probably still now, I just love sports. So uh, the dream was to play AFL when I was growing up. Uh, and then when that didn't quite work out, I wasn't quite good enough. Um, I was lucky enough to play VFL at, at Collingwood for six years. And, um, and then I wanted to be a strength and conditioning coach at an AFL club, but then seeing what it was like, the actual environment, I realized that I didn't necessarily want to do an AFL club, but I wanted to, to work out a way to, to be a coach, uh, back for, you know, the everyday athlete general population, which, which we've been lucky enough to be able to do. Um, it, this whole podcast would be would be a waste of time if I didn't mention Jesse, who we started Virtus together, um, which was which was pretty cool to have someone uh, in the corner. This was what, July 2015, so uh, where we first started posting about Virtus. Um, Virtus itself uh, originated probably about six months before that, I think. Um, we won't go into too much detail around the stuff that happened before that, but I was coaching out of home. Um, I was doing my exercise science degree, 2011 to 2013, uh, started 2014. I jumped into an ex exercise physiology degree, master's of exercise physiology. Uh, I think it might've been mid 2014 when Jesse and I started chatting about potentially opening a gym. Um, we wanted to, work and eventually live in Mornington just because of the, uh, the vibes it was the whole vibe of the place mostly. Uh, but we, we, yeah, we chatted about it. I was doing my masters. Jesse did a bit of traveling. Uh, and then it kind of got towards the end of the year where I pulled the pin on the masters. Um, but we'd done a couple of internships at that point. I'd spent some time with the strength conditioning coaches at Collingwood and, uh, we both spent some time at Woodford doing a, an internship. Um, which was massive in our development. Um, I'll always be very thankful to the guys there and, and Christian for for giving us kind of a, a bit of a start. Uh, and then we we spent some time planning to open a gym with them that unfortunately didn't go through the way we were all hoping. But uh, it was you know it was a big learning experience for everyone, and it was it was a pretty cool kind of time in our lives. Um, but when kind of the, uh, the idea of Virtus came up, we spent a long time sitting and thinking and planning, uh, pretending we were working over coffees. Um, and I guess we wanted to bring the elite environments of the AFL clubs and, and different uh, sporting organisations around the world. We wanted to bring that elite environment back to the general population. Um, I, I was lucky enough to grow up uh, doing a lot of running training with a coach, Mike Davis, uh, who was massive in my development. Uh, that's also where I met KP, which was a very serendipitous encounter uh, back in the day. Um, but I was lucky enough to have, I guess, that running base and that understanding of, of running mechanics and sprint mechanics and jump mechanics. And we did a little bit of strength work there. So, so that was massive in my development, but I knew a, a lot of the guys at, uh, at football and um, guys I played with 
uh, didn't really have much of a base behind them. And, and to be honest, my strength base was pretty, pretty similar. I didn't really have much behind me. I was just lucky. I was uh, done running for a long time. Um, so it's definitely, it was definitely a, a need for it. And it's something that there's still a need for it. Um, I think we've come along in leaps and bounds as, a, as an industry over the last five or six years, but there's certainly a long way to go. Um, like I started coaching out of home in, in 2011. Yeah, I was at Jets for about six months, started coaching out of home in 2011. Um, but up until then, like that was, that was first year of uni when I started doing that. Up until then, I remember walking to the gym um, up on Tower Hill Road from Franks and High doing sessions by myself and with a few of the boys. Um, spent a bit of time in that gym with Kev Lilac uh, before we went to football training and we had no idea what we were doing. Um, we were just, just throwing shit at a wall and hoping it stuck. And I guess a couple of years on, uh, we realised that everything that we did was very inefficient and that we wanted to be able to, to one, facilitate a place where people could come and learn how to move and how to look after their body and how to train for strength, speed, power, those kind of adaptations, but also uh, know what they're doing without us. Like it's, it's a bit crude, but we used to say if, if we get hit by a bus tomorrow, we want to allow our athletes to be self-managed and capable. And I think that's something that we've, we've stuck to pretty well over the last five or six years um before Virtus, we actually ran a bunch of uh exercise science and nutrition courses so we'd run 12-week courses uh on effectively it was all the stuff we'd learned at uni and that we'd learned along the journey in our own coaching and things like that and we basically packaged it into a 12-week course where we're like this is what we think everyone needs to know um and i think we had about 70 odd students through that uh, unfortunately we never got paid for a bunch of them, but that's a whole nother story, but it was, it was a fantastic, I guess, uh, launch pad for us to one start a performance facility out of, um, but also to make sure that we knew what the hell we were talking about. Um, and yeah, it was such an incredible time. So for those that are listening at home, I'm going to chuck this video up on uh, YouTube and I'm kind of going to chat about things as they went, um, alongside the uh yeah alongside it with some photos and things like that but if you're just listening i'll try and make sure i don't talk about the photos too much um initially we kind of uh like we're still at still at virtus still, Virtus, still at uh my gym at home which originally was called build and burn personal training uh dan marasha came up with that so yeah, terrible name, but <laughs> I ran with it for I ran with it for a few years, and it was something I like I really liked at the time. Um, we wanted to obviously build strength, build muscle, but also burn the fat away. And I guess that was uh, look. If we don't look back at ourselves five or six years ago and laugh, then uh, we're probably not growing enough. Um, you know, we had some pretty incredible people through there. There's there's Jesse and Butters. They were they were two OG Virtus uh, or build and burn athletes. Um, that we quickly shifted into Virtus athletes. Here's the education brand that we, we spent a fair bit of time growing. Um, girls at lift was one of our, one of our early programs we used to run. We had a, a group of girls, I think a couple of times a week. Uh, Mum used to do it and she still trained. So get around her. Um, but basically it was a, it's a very male dominated industry, the strength and conditioning field. And um, you know, we're, we've, been really lucky to have some outstanding uh outstanding strength conditioning coaches who are female over the last five years at virtus 
five years. Yeah, four and a half years. We're five years in October this year, which is which is kind of exciting. Um, but we wanted to bring some uh, some I guess gym newbies into into the fold and teach them how to squat and deadlift and and lift and and press and do all those kind of things, which was which was really cool. Um, so girls at lift was one of the programs we ran early on and and you'll see see here that we we coached a, a lot of our friends early on um, which i guess is the way that things kind of roll with uh with most uh, personal personal trainers and coaches when they get started you kind of start with your friends and then you start with the next circle out and you kind of grow up from there um but very early on we were very focused on athletic development so you'll see uh, we had a lot of motocross athletes uh, I think that's Alex Morris, uh, the great man. He's still training with us, which is which is kind of cool. Um, this is a this is a photo of uh, of Butters doing a big jump on the snowboard, um, and you'll see kind of some different photos of the gym and how we used it. Back we're in the shed at Piersdale, uh, which was kind of cool. It was some <laughs> some busy times, some hectic times. It was some cold nights. I remember um, you know starting at six a.m. a lot of mornings and and getting stuck in uh, and then kind of going back to bed a couple of hours later when I was, when I was too cooked and then kind of doing it all in the night shift. Um, this is one of our early girls at lift crews. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's pretty cool to be able to stop and, and look back at this. I think I had a black eye there from getting punched in the face playing footy. Um, this is one of our first merch runs we did. Actually it would have been our first merch run. So something that we get around Tommy Curtis too. This is something that we wanted to, to do we wanted to be a, a really strong brand as well as as being really good coaches um i guess the standard of coaching is something that we've always been driving but being a strong brand with uh with a strong logo and strong representation up and down the peninsula um was something that was really important to us so merchandise has been something that we've done uh consistently over the last five years um you know, we obviously got stuck into into beanies and, and jumpers and all that kind of stuff. And all this, this is from before Virtus was actually Virtus when we were still in the shed. Um, this was from one of our first events we did, um, Education, Coaching and Lemonade. We went to uh, we went to the Morning Peninsula Running Festival. There's Cameron Elliott, the great man. Um, he was one of the OG crew, which I'll talk about in a second. But we went to this Morning Peninsula peninsula running festival uh, and we kind of took we made a bit of a lemonade stand uh, i think jesse and his old man ended up putting it together because i am no good with power tools and neither was jesse but i think it was probably driven by tony um but yeah we went down to there and, and took the merch and, and took the crew and and i think that was about two months before we actually opened the gym which was kind of cool one of the things that all of our athletes will be aware of is our holistic wellness scale this is something that's existed for longer than Virtus has, but basically it's 10 areas. Uh, and, and one of the words that we used early on a lot, uh, we've kind of lent it out of using it a little bit lately, but the, the premise for it hasn't changed is the fact that we want to be a holistic performance center. And you know the, the strength and, and power and speed training is great, but if we're not getting enough sleep and looking after ourselves and, and managing our stress levels and uh, looking after our food and nutrition, then it doesn't really matter what kind of training we're doing. So that's been something that we've been promoting for a long time um, and will continue to promote. Um, but yeah, it's kind of cool looking back at this a few, few photos of, uh, of the crew and us playing footy. And um, it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was a pretty, 
pretty crazy times to be honest. Like there's starting a business and, and not really knowing what you're doing, but having, I guess, some people that you look up to, to be able to, to one lean on. Uh, we had a lot of mentors that kind of helped us through, um, through these times and, and to have those mentors to lean on, but also to have other, other gyms to be able to ask questions and other coaches to be able to uh, bounce ideas off was massive. Um, we probably skipped a lot of development as business owners um, early on because we just asked questions. And one of the questions we, we had was if you don't, one of the questions, one of the sayings we had was if you don't ask, you don't get. So we were, we were pretty strong on asking questions and, and asking for help when we, uh, when we needed it. Um, one of the other sayings we had was a, an imperfect plan violently executed now is better than a perfect plan executed next week. So we just tried a lot of things. A lot of it didn't work, but once you, you find out what doesn't work pretty quick. Um, one of the other things we did before we actually opened the gym was uh, we did, Jesse and I and a few of the other guys, we did the Ride to Conquer Cancer. So this was a, uh, this was a, an event where uh, the Rides Con Cancer hasn't been around for a few years. I think we might have done the last one in 2015. Uh, but basically, it was a 100K bike ride uh, to raise money for the Peter McCallum Cancer Foundation. So we jumped on that pretty early. Uh, we ran a, a fundraising event, which, which was, uh, I think it ran pretty well. We raised like 20 odd, 20 odd grand over the, uh, the whole event. Um, but it gave us a really cool insight into how, how to run events and how to get, get people together for a common cause. Um, and we were pretty keen on doing as much as we could for the community around us. Um, and, and yeah, and that was, that was a big part of it. So this is a, this is an OG picture of our facility. This was before we painted it and made it look nice and pretty. Um, yeah, crazy. What a, what a color. Uh, so before we actually moved into Virtus, it was a, it was an ambulance depot. So uh, paramedic services, Victoria um, used it as a depot, as a break room and all that kind of stuff. And, and funnily enough, during this Corona virus stuff that we're going through, they're actually reusing the factory. So we, we've gone proper full circle in a couple of different ways, the home gym and uh and the gym's got a, a couple of uh, ambulance or paramedic vehicles in there at the minute, um, which is pretty cool. Uh, the name Virtus uh, is something that people ask us a lot. Um, Virtus is Latin for excellence, um, not directly. It's not spot on. It's uh, Latin for excellence with, I think, the, the definition, something around connotations of excellence, character, and courage. So that was the... The logo and the, uh, they're pretty much the values that we started with and the values that we stick to. Um, lately, you guys will hear us use the, use the language of our pillars, our three pillars, which are performance, community, and education. Um, but they're based off these values. Excellence, doing your best always. Character, uh, doing what is right when, when no one is looking. And, and then courage, having the courage to take a leap and, and lean in and, and make it have a commitment to the thing that you're kind of working on. So the meaning of Virtus is something that <laughs> a lot of people uh, have questioned. Um, and Virtus is, is a, uh, say, is a uh, way of saying Virtus that we've, we've gotten a lot. Um, but early on, it was very much around living by those values and, and that hasn't really changed. Um, all it really is now is, uh, there's, there's pillars that, that we center around those values. Um, 
you'll see here we did a went to a couple of seminars we went to the cats to hang out with terry uh condon who we who we knew through a, a networking event we did um and just met some good people um this is an early photo of of uh jez our painter doing some doing some painting so that was what the gym looked like og early time um uh, obviously it changed pretty quickly from there we I, you know, I wish we took more photos from from early on this is a photo from upstairs um before we built some rooms up there and then subsequently tore them down uh after three years get your permits guys um so that's going to be rebuilt hopefully at the back half of 2020 once uh once we get back into the gym um this was a an early uh, iron edge uh kind of mock-up of what we were going to do ended up changing a little bit from there but the gym floor is pretty much as is um which was kind of cool having those guys to help help work on that uh this is us painting the front of the gym um the the front was i don't know what you'd call that it's like a, a creamy orange i don't know my colors but we painted it white i've uh, i've regretted that decision for the last five years i really want to paint it black um but you know maybe we'll do that at some point maybe that could be a could be a lockdown task for us to uh get stuck into the outside painting of the gym um when we initially had oh there's maddie laugh get around him look at him looking fresh it would have been about 12 here i reckon if we load um but laugh's been laugh has been a constant at virtus on and off for the last five years which is pretty cool this is him at, at piersdale back in the day um look at him look at him what a good looking man um initially when we when we set up virtus we had the uh we had two rooms where uh, i might show you one of the videos as we go here today but we had two rooms uh there's nick mcneely one a great supporter of virtus I'd love for him to train there, but um, he's a bigger supporter as any, but he doesn't actually train with us. Um, but we initially had two rooms in where our current, uh, we call it our cafe, but we uh, we ceased that idea to run with a cafe when we became really good mates with our friends at Common Folk. Um, but there was a wall in between. We did a demo day. We got real messy. We knocked down a wall. It was actually pretty fun. Um, I had a very good time doing that. Um, one of the the things that we wanted to do early on at Virtus was build a community, build a family. Um, and, you know, initially we called our, initially we've been calling it that for five years. We called our community, the Virtus family. And we, the family's grown significantly over the last five or six years. But one of the things that I, I like to think is that everyone in there uh, has a special connection to Virtus and everyone's contributed to Virtus in their own way. Um, and you know, I'm incredibly proud of the, the community that we've been able to build and I'm incredibly excited to see what our community can do over the next few years. Um, and I'll get to that photo. I'll link to this one. Bang. So we, before we opened Virtus, we did a, we did a bit of a launch party. Um, I remember we planned on getting in, I think start of, start of October in 2015. Uh, but unfortunately, as most uh, best laid plans go, went awry a little bit, and we ended up opening uh, on the. I think we opened on the fifth or sixth 
Oh, I might be wrong. It might have been the weekend before. It might have been the end of October uh, where we opened and actually started coaching athletes. Um, but this launch night was on the 7th of November in 2015. And I remember we were running around like crazy the few days before then to kind of to get everything sorted. And this was uh, Jesse and I were kind of the, the, the founders of Virtus. Um, but Soph and Cam uh, came on very early on and were there for the setup uh the setup of the of the factory and the uh the demo and the the painting and the grinding and all the all the fun stuff we got to do uh while we were setting up which is you know for anyone who's going to start up a business or uh anyone that has started it and or is early on early in enjoy these times because i definitely uh when you get into the day-to-day running of a business you you miss the the chaos uh, and the learning curves and the and the new experiences um, that you have. So you know, big love to these these three: Soph, Cam, and Jesse. Um, Cam's still with us, which is incredible. Uh, very loyal human and someone that I want to be working with for a long time. Um, and yeah, it's it was so much fun. Like we had no idea what we were doing. We were we were knocking walls down. We were painting. We were grinding bolts out of the wall we were doing doing crazy things like that and we had no real clue what we were doing and, and we had a great time doing it um and you, you'll see uh, you'll see there's a lot of photos of mornington here and something we wanted to really lean on was the lifestyle that we wanted to create for ourselves and for our for our virtus family um mornington mornington's a pretty incredible part of the world with great beaches and great cafes and it's a really uh, big lifestyle hub and it's something that yeah i'm very proud of that place um this is this is me me uh grinding i think it's a bolt off the wall next to the gas cylinders no the gas cylinders are gone but they are they were there lucky we moved them this is a an og picture of the uh of the turf which looks very different now it started off with a very dark dark blue there's baby wallace um turf's up so we put the turf down october 19 so i remember we had to have a couple of days off of us off the turf um but yeah we put it up 19th of october so only a couple of weeks to get sorted with our launch party um it'll be it'll be remiss of me to not pump up kp um she's been an incredible support of me and virtus since before virtus was virtus um we've been together since 2009 so she's been there for the whole slog um and this is her probably YouTube and something um, now probably doing some work, probably contributing as she's done massively over the last few years. This is Jesse and I, that ride to conquer cancer we did. Um, this was our first and only training run. Uh, we, we quite literally did. This is uh, in pier style near the shed. These are our gravel rash t-shirts or, or cycling vests. Uh, yeah, this is quite literally two days, I think, out from the 100K ride. And I'd never ridden a road bike before. Uh, I'd never been on the road. Um, this is barely a road. This is more of a circuit. It was 1.5Ks. I think we did two laps uh, to get us ready for it. Oh, no, it was 200Ks. There you go. Rides Con Cancel was 200Ks. Uh, and a bit of a fun fact around that. Um, or this... There's Steve Roberts, the great man, opened Infinite Peninsula. Um, we did some stuff together, um, which was, yeah, which was heaps of, heaps of fun. He's a great man. Um, but, yeah, the Rides Conquer Cancer was, uh, 
we ended up actually camping out the back of Virtus. So this is real early on. We camped out the back of Virtus. It just happened, the overnight point happened to be at the park behind Virtus, which was kind of cool that we had this new factory that our whole team slept in. Um, I remember when we, when we got our Iron Edge delivery, uh, the gym did not look what it looks like now. It was a mess. There was equipment and wrapping and, and stuff everywhere. And um, yeah, it was, uh, and we hadn't put the signage or any of that stuff yet. This is the 23rd of October. So two weeks out from our opening. Um, then we, we did the Ride to Conquer Cancer. I think it might've been that weekend. Once we got everything set up, I think we pretty much started coaching people straight away. So um, this might be one of our early girls at lift classes. Um, there we go. A few of those, few of those girls are still still training with us, which is pretty cool. No big logo up in the back. That came in a bit later, um, but we wanted the space to be somewhere where people walked in and kind of went, "This is cool." Um, here's a picture of me in a hammock doing very little. Uh, I might nine days before the launch. There you go. Yeah, October twenty nine. Uh, just before we launched, um, after all the hard work was done, <laughs> Katie Dean jumped on board, which was pretty cool. Katie. Uh, was one of our coaches for a long time. She ended up uh, diving into exercise physiology and now is a full-fledged exercise physiologist. Uh, and yeah, Katie was a massive part of the team uh, early on. It was pretty much the five of us um, for the best part of a, of a, of a, a year or so. Um, and then we had a few other guys jump on, which I'll talk about in a moment. Uh, when we first started, we went in and it, obviously things are a little different now, but we went in very heavily one-on-one based. Um, all our coaching was one-on-one. Um, we had our, we had our, a group training that started um, pretty much when we started. It was, uh, we called it healthy bodies. Uh, we also had a pre-season group, which was massive in our first couple of years. Um, I'll be forever grateful for those boys for, for believing in us. And, and I'm, I'm, I hope that we are able to, I know we were able to help your performance over those couple of years. Um, we also did a netball preseason program and we, we did some rehab and obviously we did our education too. Um, one of the things that I, it's not that I regret, it was something that we learned as we went, but we were probably doing too much. We, we had too many offerings um, and we were trying to, yeah, we're trying to do too much. We should have just picked one or probably one niche to focus on uh, and then um, and one or two programs to push. But yeah, early on we wanted to push athletic development and something we did. Um, we've definitely shifted more to the general population because we've realized, um, realized that everyone's an athlete and that everyone needs to be trained the same way, whether you're getting ready to, to front up in um, high level sport or whether you're just wanting to you know, chase after the kids on a weekend, it doesn't really matter. Every, everyone should be trained the same way. Uh, and that's you know, mobility and movement motor control first uh, and then strength and capacity later uh, when you have the first boxes. Most of you who have been to the gym or who have seen photos of the gym would notice the, uh, the feature walls we've got. This is uh, Josh and Josh or Meatballs and Brown Snake. Uh, early on, I think it might have been the day we opened, uh, they were there all day painting our mural for us. So, Cheers to those guys. I'm stoked to be mates with them now. They're incredible humans and we are very incredibly grateful for all the art they've done for us. Um, this is a photo from our, from our opening. 
uh, we opened, we wanted to have a big party. Um, and then, yeah, we've, we've celebrated our birthday every year since then a little bit different, albeit a little bit differently. Um, this was, uh, yeah, this is the first one, which was, which is a pretty special kind of moment to look back on. We had the Virtus family wall, uh, which we opened up. Um, is, here's that, here's a mural with the boys. And, uh, if you, if you're listening to it, if you're listening to this chat at some point, jump on cause they did such an incredible job. So proud of it. Um, one of my favorite parts of the gym. One of my most favorite parts of the gym is the Virtus family wall. Initially we got everyone to write their names on it probably because we had no money and chalk is cheap. Uh, I think about two years in, we changed it to Polaroids. So, um, you know, I wish we'd gotten Polaroids of a lot of our early crew that stopped training with us uh, for various reasons. Um, you know, moved on to, to bigger jobs or moved up to the city or, or anything like that. But um, yeah, it's a pretty cool little feature wall now. Um, the, the opening party was pretty cool. We had lots of friends and family there. And, you know, if you're opening a business, throw a massive launch party. Uh, I remember that for a long time. We had a bunch of legends there. We did a couple of speeches. Uh, we played some Virtus ball. It was, uh, it was a very cool time to be a part of Virtus. Um, and I guess, yeah, it kind of it gave us a bit of momentum to start the gym. And then from there, it was basically all systems go. Um, what I'm going to do now is kind of break break my little chat up into kind of 12 month blocks. Um, before I do that, this is Daniel Gratton, one of uh, my great mates now and one of our earliest athletes. Uh, one of my favorite people in the world. He embodies what it is to be a true professional. Um, and I mean that in every sense of the word, you ask him to do something, he'll do it. He'll ask questions. He'll learn. Uh, he won't complain. He'll just head down, bum up, get it done. And, um, He's, yeah, he's just one of my favorites. Um, he's exactly what we want athletes to be. Um, yeah, well, there's some, <laughs> there's some pretty cool photos here. Um, one of the things that we promoted early on was people pushing, uh, pushing our merchandise um, and us pushing our merchandise. So, you know, we, we did a couple of competitions where people would take photos of in our merch, beanies, jumpers, all that kind of stuff in different spots and, it was really cool to see um, early on. And I think we actually started started it before Virtus was Virtus. I think Bailey might have been, we, we caught up a couple of times. Bailey wanted to be a coach in the middle here. Um, and we done a few internships and we realized how beneficial internships were to our development. So we'd obviously done all the education stuff. We'd done a bunch of internships ourselves. We'd been training for a while and, and we'd realized how quickly we progressed as as not only coaches, but people. So we learned the technical aspect. We also learned the coaching aspect and learning how to be better uh, leaders and business owners and, um, and uh, I guess just simply just people. Uh, and we lo learn a lot of that through the practical application of our, our internships that we'd done. So I think before Virtus even started, we'd, we'd locked in the fact that we were going to do an internship. So this is our OG internship crew um, for the first, I think, three years of the business, we ran these every quarter. So we'd run a summer, a, a summer, autumn, winter, what's the other one? Spring um, internship. And we'd have a bunch of students, exercise science students, other coaches, uh, allied health staff who would be a part of the gym for 12 weeks. And um, it's a, it's a product that I'm really proud that we ran uh, that w or an offering that we, that we ran um, and where, 
we're in the in the midst of getting it back up and running again after kind of dropping the ball with it for 12 months or so um you know early on we had a lot of time to to dedicate to our our interns our students uh over the last yeah two years we've with all the day-to-day runnings of the business, all the busy stuff, we've definitely uh, not spent enough time on it. So that's something that we've yeah, spent the last kind of six to 12 weeks putting back together all the content. And now we're, um, we just launched our, our next intake before the, uh, the bloody COVID uh, got around us. So um, yeah, that's something we're going to be really pushing down the track. But yeah, that first, first 12 months of Virtus was uh, bias. Uh, Soph, Katie, Cam, and myself just pretty much just having fun. Um, we got to hang out with, you know, really good friends every day. Um, all our clients that came in were legends. Uh, you know, the the cafe looked very different to what it what it looks like now. Um, we ran our first Christmas party, which you know it was only a month and a, a bit after we actually opened. We created created a game called Vertisball, which we've had world championships every year for the last couple of couple of years. Um, it's basically a cross between horse and uh, and basketball for everyone that hasn't played it. Um, but yeah, the first first twelve months or so was just fun. We tried to do as many fun things as we could. Uh, we got around to the community. Uh, we put up our gym rules, which are still there today. Um, Rule one, respect the gym, respect yourself, respect each other. That's a big one. Rule two, there's never an excuse to avoid a warm-up. Rule three, know everybody's name and learn everybody's story. That was a big part of our community and, and Virtus family uh, push is we wanted everyone to know everyone. Not being afraid to fail, um, obviously important as well. Leave your ego on the hook. It's probably the most repeated uh, rule in our gym. Um, we're not here to break barbells and, and hurt hurt people and for people to, to crawl out of the gym. where we exist to make people better and, and that has to be reflected in what we do in the gym. Set girls regularly and surpass them often. Everyone needs to be progressing no matter what. Uh, if people aren't progressing, then we're not doing our job. Be the hardest working person in the room, self-explanatory. Lift heavy but respect the importance of technique. So we understand the importance of, of moving some weight, but at the same time, we need to move well before we move often. Um, cleaning up after yourself. Uh, the prowler sees all. Something we probably haven't done too much lately is give prowler punishments uh, and become the best possible version of yourself. And and it's something that the staff have embodied really well over the last five or six years. Um, and driving that and growing that's really really important for us. And yeah, it's uh, every individual who has been into Virtus has has had a different experience in a different way. Um, but I think one of the things that's remained consistent is just our one, our attention to detail and the standard of coaching that we're, we're trying to promote, uh, but also that you know love for, for fun and, and community avenue and aspect of it um, has been massive. Um, this is, I used to love taking photos of sun, sunrises. So this is Elise uh, Bucken, who was a big part of our mentorship early on, our internship, which we called it back then. Um, she trained with me for a good 12 months or so and then went off and started her own gym, which is incredible. It's, it's, all, it's such a, a cool uh, and rewarding uh, thing just to see our, our students go off and, and do good things in the industry. Um, we, it's really easy to complain about it, our industry and, and different industries, but we wanted to make sure we were contributing to that and, and everyone 
who's done our internship has gone off and, and contributed to that in some way, shape or form. Um, one of the mantras we've had since the start has been, we are what we, we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. Um, the whole being excellent thing and, and you know, the, the meaning of Virtus is just to do your best always. It's as simple as that. It's to, to do what you need to do, even if it's a hard decision. Um, and, and that's something that I think we've done pretty well over the last five or so years. Here's a, here's a photo early, uh, early merch. So bones, which is the, uh, the skeleton you'll see here. Um, some idiot. This is when I used to have biceps. I think I don't really have them anymore. Might get back to that. Uh, just do arm farm all the time. Um, with my unicorn head. Um, yeah, we loved, we loved our merch. We love selling our merch and, and getting around it. And bones was one of my favorite ones. Um, phew. Yeah, this is, this is crazy looking back like this. Um, there's the team. You've got Cam here, Katie. Mark Simpson was going to come on and do some education stuff with us, but he didn't because he's a coward. No, he's a beautiful man. Um, we just didn't end up running with that program. Um, there's me looking weird. There's Jesse and Soph. Um, and, yeah, we, we did a lot of team stuff early on. A lot of our netballs, netball and football teams came in and we, we'd run them through a session. Um, and yeah, our, our goal was just to get as many people exposed to the V as possible. And um, you'll see how I kind of shift, how we shifted uh, the V over a couple of years um, in terms of the, the logo and, and what it, not necessarily what it meant, but how we, um, how we expanded it. Um, and it was pretty cool. It's, it's cool to see some of our athletes that were in here from early days still around um, this beautiful man it's certainly one of them. It looks like a bit of a pretzel here, but he's, he's much thicker now, I promise. Um, yeah, so so 12, 12 months in, um, Jesse kind of moved on from the business, which uh, you know, was, a, was a bit of a shock at the time, but it kind of allowed us both to, to chase the things that we love doing and to do things we love doing. Um, where are we? We're in April, so we're not even, we're not even six months in, but... Uh, early on, we, we got Ash on board. Ash was a, was our myotherapist for a few years. Um, Ash is an incredible person and even better technician at what she does. And I am forever grateful for having Ash as part of our Virtus family for as long as she was. Uh, she's now a fully fledged physio, uh, doing great things. Um, she also got married. So congrats, Ash, get around her. Um, is some more merch. Might have to bring those trackies back. That were great. Um, but yeah, I think about, so this, we, we actually used to run uh, what we call beat your best days, which was basically we wanted to run some like a, a combine uh, for all of our athletes to come in and test themselves and test how, how strong they were, how fast they were, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, now that we screen a lot more and there's a lot more, we understand a lot more about movement uh, now being, you know, 2020, um, we've we've stopped stopped doing these days and we don't really do any max testing anymore we do uh, rm testing throughout our sessions we don't really do max testing so potentially this is something we'll bring back in a, in a different way the beat your best day was was certainly a lot of, lot of fun um <laughs> here's a here's a flashback for you one of the one of the things that i am almost most proud of with virtus uh, and with our growth over the last few years is seeing, being able to see not only the people grow up, uh, see our coaches grow up uh, and progress as humans, but also the kids 
um, that have been part of it. So for those that don't notice or don't, that are listening at home or don't recognize this little, little guy, this is Jed, uh, Jed Johnson, who, um, you know, Brooke and Reese started, started training at Virtus, I think maybe about a month into, into Jed's existence. And, and we've been lucky enough to see him grow up into a, uh, into a little mad dog over the last four or five years, which has been pretty incredible. Um, <laughs> far out, that's crazy. Um, yeah, so he's been really cool. This was what our uh, upstairs looked like early on before we got Greg involved. Um, and I'll talk about Greg in a second, but if this loads, there we go. So we had a cool little setup upstairs, um, but we shifted that into a uh, Pilates room with Brooke um, and a yoga room with uh with katie first of all and then anna um and then uh yeah then we shifted to to it being a, a physio room with a yoga yoga every now and again this is our second run of interns i think it's second uh yep no third run of interns uh jacob running his own business now Elise running her own business um liam liam and uh, Campbell are uh, doing good things co in the coaching world. Don't know what Tad's doing. He's probably doing crazy things because he's a mad dog. Tamara's running her own business. Um, really, really cool group of people. Bailey came on after the first internship as a coach. I think he was around for about six, uh, probably 12 to 18 months. Um, now he's an accountant. So if you need your tax done, get around him. Um, yeah, this is, uh, this is a few of our athletes doing good things. Um, and I think, yeah, it was around this time where Greg came, came, uh, came on board. Um, so Greg, uh, it was kind of a pretty, pretty cool little encounter that got us to the point where, where Greg got involved, but, uh, I like kicking the football around. Um, I was lucky enough to have, uh, a little bit of interest and I had the interest initially, and then I had a couple of contacts that spoke to a few clubs in Darwin to potentially go play up there, um, to go play up there in, uh, over the summer. Cause obviously they have an opposite, opposite season to us. Um, but what ended up happening was we started Virtus that summer. So I couldn't, couldn't get up there, but the, uh, the coach at uh, St. Mary's Ricky Nolan spoke to, uh, spoke to me and he's kind of like, what are you looking at? What do you actually do? And I was like, I was too busy with work because we're, we're running a performance center. He's like, Oh no, physio might be interested. And I'm like, Oh, we're actually looking for a physio. Um, and for those watching, this is the Virtus family wall. We used to get everyone's photo in front of, um, there's actually a cool video somewhere, uh, with everyone, everyone's faces kind of moving through this, but a lot, a lot of cool people in here, a lot of incredible humans who have been great supporters of Virtus over the time. Um, yeah. So, so stoked to have these guys a part of Virtus. Everyone who's walked through the doors has, has uh, contributed a part of themselves and I'll be forever grateful for that. Um, but yeah, so back to, back to the fizz, uh, Mr. Mr. Greg Day. He gave us a call a couple of weeks later. I kind of forgotten about the conversation. A bit more Jed spam for you. Um, and yeah, we were lucky enough to, to get him to come down to the gym and, um, handshake agreement that he'd be our physio and it's uh it's been a initially it was a work relationship but uh we soon realized that we resonated uh on the same same kind of wavelength with a lot of different things and it's been pretty incredible to get him involved 
uh, in a massive way over the last few years. And to be honest, nothing's probably advanced our standard of coaching uh, as the the level of education, level of care, um, the level of quality information that he's brought to us. Um, he got us involved in the FMS functional movement system um, screen screening tool. Uh, he taught us about SFMA and and how parts, patterns, and performance all, all relate in together. And yeah, he's been massive. Um, so shout out to the Fizz. Uh, get around his website and Facebook page. Prepare to perform. Uh, if you haven't already, he's incredible. Um, he's also got a few podcast episodes which are up there with the best. Um, one of the things that Jesse and I committed to early on, and it kind of started with the Ride to Conquer Cancer, um, was raising money for uh, people or organisations that we had an affinity to or that we felt deserved um, us our community raising money to. Um, something that I kind of... Probably articulated it uh, in my mind a little bit, maybe like a, a year or two in, but the way I kind of look at it is everyone wants to help. Everyone wants to contribute to something bigger and better or yeah, let's go bigger and better than themselves. Um, and, but a lot of people don't know how to do that or don't have a platform to do that. So we figured with Virtus that we could create a platform where that was really, uh, that was a big potential. Um, and one of the things that we, it's the wrong photo. This is the right photo. One of the things that we decided to do early on, and it's something I'm really proud to say that we've done it every year, is raise money for this beautiful family. Um, this is Ryman. He looks so young here. When was this? 2016. So I think he's four here. Um, Rye, when he was born, uh, was diagnosed with cerebral palsy, and he's had uh, a whole whole raft of problems and regressions since then. Um, and along with this wonderful family being among my best friends in the world. Um, they're an incredible part of our community and people that we want to support no matter what. So, so our second birthday, or it was actually first birthday, our second kind of party was our birthday bash. Um, and we did a big trivia night, which we followed on that tradition for the first three years um, for our birthday. And we're lucky enough, and I, and I use the word lucky, to have people like Rye in our community to, one, be able to raise money for and, and have the capacity to raise money for. And I'm so proud of everything that we've been able to do for them. But I'm also so proud of, of Rye Man um, for, you know, to continue to be an inspiration to me and, and everyone around him uh, every day. I love the kid more than anything. And, and yeah, he's, he's pretty incredible. Um, uh, before I cry, this is Samuel L. Quaxon. He's, he's our, our gym duck. Uh, he's been through the wars over the last few years. Um, this is our PB bell. So the PB bell is now up on the uh, on the stairs that go nowhere because we pulled down upstairs. Um, and every time anyone hits PB, they go ding, 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 and everyone gets around them. This is the Fizz, the great man, uh, doing good things as always. He used to do the good stuff on the whiteboard. Then he shifted to doing it on the walls in chalk. Uh, positions, patterns, and power very early on. Um, he taught us about that and it's something I'll never ever forget. Uh, I think this might be one of the first photos of, uh, of the great man, Mitchell Rowe. Um, this is, this potentially was when he was doing our mentorship our internship back in, back in the day before he became a coach at Virtus. He started with our, our internship, which all coaches must do. But Mitch, uh, yeah, Mitch kind of hit the ground running early on. This is him with uh, Jack Hale, one of the fastest humans in Australia. So get around the lads. Um, Mitchie, 
Mitchie looks uh, looks about 10 years younger here. So, Mitch, I apologise for ageing you 10 years in five years, but um, maybe if you shave the beard, you'll, you'll look a little younger. Um, maybe I will too. Um, but, yeah, this is, uh, this is a bit of a look into kind of 12, 12 months in. Um, this is our second Beat Your Best Day. I think we were planning on doing them every quarter. Um, we ran four or five before we, uh, before we pulled the pin on there. There's going to be... Um, a lot of photos to hear, so I'll keep scrolling. But the yeah, the beat your best day was pretty cool. Um, and then we just started. You know, twelve months in was kind of when we, Jesse and I, kind of went, "Holy shit, we got to run a real business." Um, and then yeah, Jesse moved on, um, which was we're forever grateful for the time and energy and effort that, that JB put into the gym. Um, and yeah, the doing it by myself. Uh, and I say by myself, I had heaps of help, lots of help. Um, this human being one of them. You can say hi if you want. Hola. Hey. Hello. Doing hey. good things. Best mum in the world, except for my mum. Okay, the top two. They're up there. I haven't decided which one's better. Uh, but anyway, uh, when I yeah kind of took took the reins by myself, it was a pretty, uh, I'm not going to say it was a dark time. It was a, it was a challenging time, and it's a time that I look back on now fondly. When I was in the in the midst of it, it was pretty pretty hard to go through it, but it's something that uh, I needed to do as a human, as a business owner, and we need to do hard things often, um, and that was a big part of it. Um, to go off the serious conversation for a second, this is the fastest athlete we've ever had. Um, one of my great mates, Nick, likes fast cars. That was fun to drive. I think I took it for a drive once, and it didn't crash it, so play on. This is Pulse. This is Moo. Um, he's been uh, OG Virtus since uh, 2017. Um, yeah, 20. I, I kind of look at Virtus a lot in chapters, right? Like 20. Before we opened, there was a whole big chapter where we were learning and, and just sucking up as much information as we could. The second chapter was the first 12 months with Jesse and Sofa as a part of it. Um, when. When Jesse moved on, I think the team was me, Cam, Katie, and Mitch. I'm not sure when Bailey finished up, but it was around the same time. Um, and then, yeah, the next chapter three was kind of the early 2017 through the whole of 2017 and kind of how that looked. And it was kind of like, okay, I got to, like one was figuring out how to, to write the ship and run it by myself with the help of the team, of course. Um, it was, what are we going to stand for? What are we going to, how are we going to drive this thing? Um, that was when we, I think this was when I did my FMS course, a functional movement screen, um, for the first time. So that was a big part of, of the development of our gym and our coaching systems was learning that system and how we could best apply that for our athletes. Um, early on, you know, our screening tools were, were primitive. It was okay, jump into a squat, jump into a deadlift, we'll teach you from there rather than starting from the start and figuring out what handbrakes are on for our athletes, which you know, I'm, I'm forever grateful that, that this man came into it, the fold and, and helped us with that. Um, the Fizz has been incredible teaching us about pain and how the body works. Um, he's a, an incredible, he's a sports physiotherapist, but he's an incredible strength coach in his own right um, and can do magical things with the body. Um, this is the community getting around the run for the kids, which we did, which we've done most years. Unfortunately, got called off this year, but run for Rye was another opportunity for us to raise money 
for the Johnsons and, and, and Rye's uh, treatment and, and everything he has. Um, and yeah, the 2017 was, was much about coaching people. It was about growing the team. Um, where we kind of, the team got big quick. Um, looking back, it, it definitely got too big too quick. But um, I guess my value, what I valued, what I wanted to do was build a holistic performance center where each aspect of health and well-being, you know, whether it be um, pain and rehab, whether it be food and nutrition, uh, whether it be strength and power development, whether it just be health and well-being, whether it be um, whatever, uh, every aspect had someone to look after it. So, you know, I wanted this um, this big performance center where everyone worked together to to move the athlete forward in whatever uh, their their thing was. So Brooke, Brooke um, was our incredible Pilates instructor, still one of our best friends ever. She's a legend. This is Maddie. She was an awesome coach. Uh, she's moved on to teaching now. Other Maddie, we had two Maddies, which was confusing, but Maddie was our, uh, our dietitian. Um, incredible what she does. I already spoke about Ash. Mitchie's still around. Cam's still around. The Fizz is still around. And, and Katie, um, Katie's now an exercise physiologist and doing very, very good things. Um, yeah, it was uh, 20, uh, 2017 was very much about, about building the team and growing the team. And um, this is Jed doing his tax return early on. Um, uh, most of our, there was a good six months where majority of our content was Jed. Uh, which is fair. Uh, get around Jed Ziggy Johnson on Instagram if you can. Um, holy shit, that's cute photo I've seen. Um, Jed wearing a beanie. Uh, but yeah, it was all around building the team and, and creating a system where people could come in and get the best help possible. Uh, big learning experience for me as a uh, as a business owner and a leader and a coach to to go from like my skill set at that time um like yeah i learned a little bit about business but all of it was by trying and failing and i've failed a lot i've fucked up a lot i've made lots of mistakes uh so to all my staff that i've ever had i apologize for all the all the shitty things uh shitty way i did things um i'm ho i hope that you know i had the best intentions um and still do um but yeah i quickly realized we kind of got too big too early um there was I love a big team because you, you've got so many different people that contribute to the, the goal, but I guess we didn't have the, uh, we weren't as busy as we could have been or, or needed to be to kind of support everyone's income. So um, yeah, that was, that was a big, big learning experience early on. Um, but like any learn, learning experience, we take it and we, we progress it. And I hope that I and the other, the other guys in the team, um, I definitely hope that I have, uh, have learned from those experiences. Um, yeah, we we grew pretty quickly in 2017, um, and that team got a little bit smaller in in uh, in 2018, and, and changed a little bit through 2019. And now we're, we've got a pretty incredible team um, that I'm really proud of at the minute. But we had our uh, yeah our internship kept running. Um, the the family kept growing in different ways. Um, it would have been let's see when this post was from, but. Mum jumped on uh, in an admin and uh, kind of facility management role in June of 2017. Um, Mum, obviously, say obviously, but mostly obviously, has been an incredible support uh, of me through my whole life. She raised me. She did 
did good, I think. Mum and dad have been incredible and uh, it was a no-brainer to get her involved in the team. She cares more than me some days um, and I'm so proud of her for how she's grown. Um, She kind of, she looked after us kids for a long time and then uh, had to learn to look after herself and be a little, little more selfless selfless or selfish um she was very selfless for a long time she had to become a little bit more selfish which was which was really cool to see her growth over that time um there's the fizz with the puppy uh lots of dog photos we got lots and lots of dog photos um there's stubber one of our early clients and and i guess the the end of 2017 was when we launched the oh no it was mid june so it was when we launched the vertus performance podcast uh, I don't know why we started a podcast, to be honest. Um, I like talking shit, uh, as you can probably tell, but basically I wanted a, a place where I could get the regular, and I say regular in quotation marks, the incredible regular people at our gym to tell their stories because I'm a big believer that everyone has their story. Um, everyone has a, the capacity to teach someone else and everyone can learn something off each other. And the, the podcast was a platform for us to dive into what we would call regular people um, and the extraordinary lessons that they've had. So uh, I'm stoked that we've recorded over 100 episodes since then. We've had some pretty incredible people on, some remarkable humans who do wonderful things. Um, and yeah, the podcast started mid-2017, which was pretty cool. Um, I committed to doing an episode a week for a year. Um, and yeah, I'm pretty proud to say that I hit that. I should have committed to doing 100 in a row because I think at about 56, so I started spreading them out a little bit more than I was planning. This is an early picture of us with Ryman. Uh, we got Mitchie, who looks like he's about 12 there. Jed, who looks like he's about to cry. Mad Dog, um, Ryman down the bottom. Stubber and Pulse, uh, who are both now incredible mates of ours, um, doing good things. Um, Charlie Shaw doing crazy things on a uh, on a wakeboard as she does um, oh, the Pulse cast. Pulsey has been one of the biggest supporters of the of the podcast. Uh, he he came on pretty early on, and we talked about uh, his journey um, through a few Ironmans and, and a few few of those kind of things. And um, and then he actually interviewed me, I think around episode 22 or something like that, um, where we talked about kind of the journey. So if you want a, an unabridged throw everything at the wall journey, um, we went a little bit more detail into everything that happened before Virtus. Uh, it's on there on your uh, podcast app. Um, back into our chapters, uh, 2018 was, was another challenge in, in growing the business, um, in spreading the message in trying to help as many people as possible. We got some incredible, uh, I think it might've been the end of 2017, Greg ran his motor control for strength. Uh, no, motor, motor, yeah. motor control for rehab and performance course. He's changed the name a few times since then. So I apologize, I got it wrong for um, But that was an incredible course. We learned a lot. I think I took all these photos. So terrible photography by me. Um, but most of the team got around that. We ran our second birthday bash where we were lucky enough to, to raise a heap of money for, for the great man, Rye, um, which I'm, I'm still proud of. I'm going to say that a bunch of times. Um, and then we kind of got rolling into running a business 
doing podcasts, coaching people. Our Virtus group training was kind of rolling by then, 6 a.m. crew, um, which uh, I guess it's been my um, my crew for a long time. I've kind of been starting that 6 a.m. time slot for a long time. It gets me out of bed, otherwise I'll just stay at home. Um, I think it was mid-2017 when Coop came on board, the great man, Simon Cooper. You all know him. Uh, now he's a big, big, big part of Virtus. He started off, uh, he was going to do some marketing stuff for us because he, he went to, little backstory, he went to uni with Jesse and I early on um, and then we were good mates at uni and then he went off to, he moved to the UK for a couple of years, which if you ask him, he'll talk about it a lot, so don't ask him. Um, but he did some, did some good things over there, travelled with Sal, who's who is the backbone of that relationship, if I have to be honest. Um, but Coop came back, yeah, around uh, July, I think August of 2017 and jumped jumped on board. Um, to be honest, if Coop didn't go to the UK, he probably would have started Virtus with us anyway. So uh, it was great to get him on board. And, you know, he started off doing some marketing stuff and then we did some admin work and, and kind of jumped into coaching early on. And he's been an incredible support to me. Um, filling that kind of 2IC role a lot, of, especially over the last 18 months. Um, his, his role now is, is GM, general manager. He looks after all the things that um, I don't do properly, basically. Uh, he's, he's one of the, the backbones of, of Virtus. Uh, and I'm super proud to call him one of our best mates and to have him by my side while I do these things. Uh, while we do these things, um, you know, he's... He's kind of the calm voice. I like throwing shit at a wall and hoping it sticks. He's the one that says, hey, let's slow it down a little bit and do it properly, uh, which I definitely need. Um, but yeah, this is this is one of the photos from our second birthday bash. Um, I think we did, I think we've done four of them. No, we've done three of them. The fourth one we did at Virtus Family Dinner at Common Folk, which was pretty cool. Um, and it was around, it was probably around, um, where are we? It was probably around mid-2017 when we first... Well, we went to Common Folk a lot. We sent interns. Um, Coffee Run was their, their main job um, early on while we were teaching them things. But, uh, yeah, probably mid-2017, just after I bought a coffee machine, which is great tactical thinking. We became really good friends with the guys at Common Folk. Um, and now, yeah, they're among my best friends in the world. They've been incredible support. Uh, and I'm stoked that our business can help your business and your business can help our business. And, and we've been able to do some really good things together. Um, over those last couple of years, um, we ran our first open day uh, in 20, where are we? See, we're still in 2017. I haven't even gone. I reckon we're going to skip through 2017 to 2020 pretty quick. Um, but we ran a couple of beach days, which were pretty incredible. Um, being able to take the crew down Um this, this would have been about the time where Tommy Turlak started training with us lots because there's a lot more photos. Um, you'll notice the standard of photo goes up significantly around 2017, end of 2017 mark. Uh, we were lucky enough to have Tommy. There, there's the great man. Uh, I'm lucky enough to have this great man as a friend, uh, but the community is lucky enough to have... To have this guy uh, a part of it, um, he cares too much. Um, he also hates everything, but I think he hates everything because he cares too much and he knows it. Um, he's been an incredible support for me, for the team, um, for my family. Uh, he's brought his family along and 
yeah, one of the great men. If you don't know him, get around him because he's a good dude. Uh, also part of Drops of Juniper, which, you know, if you buy gin, then he gets to eat, I guess. So get around him. Now he's also head roaster at Common Folk, makes good coffees. He's just a good person. Um, Christmas special, which was a podcast we did a few times uh, with with varying crews. This might have been the first one. Uh, we had Kate Worm, uh, an amazing human. We had Tommy on it. We had Jess Ryan, one of our coaches, uh, who's been an incredible coach over the time. Um, recently moved on, uh, but is still doing incredible things and helping many people. Uh, and the Pulse, obviously, always doing great things. And KP, uh, she's pretty cool, I guess. Um, but yeah, we are. We teamed up with Common Folk to run the Best On Awards, um, which we started in 2018. They were on Saturday mornings. For those that don't know, on Saturday mornings, and I'm so excited to get back for Breakfast Club when this whole lockdown corona nonsense is over. But here's the dealio. Uh, On Saturdays, we catch up as a a crew. We have a session, uh, 8 a.m. Saturdays, and then we all walk across Common Folk and have breakfast. And it's one of the fav- my favourite parts of the week. And I'm so excited to get back into it, back into the swing of things. Um, but Common Folk are gracious enough to donate breakfast to one human every every week. So they've been pretty incredible. Um, yeah, you'll, just, you'll see, for those that are watching, we did a couple of gin yogas with Anna. Um, when I met Tommy, he introduced me to gin. Uh, now us and a few others have drops of juniper as a bit of a side hustle. Uh, hopefully it's going to explode over the next couple of years to so get around it. But we kind of nudged Anna to, hey, you know what's cool? Yoga. You know what's also cool? Gin. Put it together. Gin yoga. Uh, and there, gin yoga was born. Uh, I think we called it gin yasa. Anna called it gin yasa. February 2018, which is pretty incredible uh, to be able to run that. And she's run a bunch of events since then and, and raised some money for some very uh, some very good causes. So, Gin yoga was lots of fun. A um, couple more, uh, couple more fundraisers for Rye. We tried to do a few of those a year. Um, we tried to run a snow retreat. That didn't work. That was a, a bit of a failure, but we certainly learned a lot um, while we were doing that. Here's a photo of Tessa with Angus Gregg's dog. Tessa uh, came on as a coach after she completed our internship uh, as one of the uh, one of the nicest humans you'll ever meet. Um, she was a super coach and she's still coaching. So get around her. Um, yeah. And I guess the talking about chapters 2018, um, I think it was March, March. I went away for a few months. Um, I'd had a, <clears throat> I'd had this trip planned for a little while, initially planning on going to, uh, Nepal to hike a big chunk of Everest. Um, I hurt my shoulder. Here's a little sidebar. I hurt my shoulder playing football. I dislocated it uh, the last round of the year, I think, or maybe second last round um, of 2017. Everything was kind of done and dusted, looked like. But the fizz looked after me impeccably well over the, the following couple of weeks, I think 22 days later. Uh, I played in our first final. Uh, we won that, had a week off, played in another final uh, and then went through to the grand final and managed to not 
have surgery or do anything and the shoulders and the wings are good now. So uh, if I didn't have the fizz and his incredible um, knowledge and uh, shoulder skills, then I probably would have missed that grand final. Would have missed playing in a flag. Would have missed kicking three snags around me. Uh, <laughs> would have, uh, And my shoulder wouldn't be the same. So um, functionally, you've got me back to uh, probably better than I was before. So cheers to you, Fizz. Um, don't know why I was talking about that. Uh, yeah, podcast kept running. We kept uh, sharing good stories. And basically, 2018... Oh, yeah, I was talking about going away. So I, I uh, canned the Nepal trip because I hurt my shoulder, but ended up booking a South America trip for, I think it was seven weeks, uh, maybe a little less, six weeks or so. Um, and, yeah, kind of stepped out of the gym for, for seven weeks, which was... Uh, for any business owner, I understand it's a bit of a challenge moving on um, or being outside of our environment for so long. Um, but we had an incredible team that looked after the place and managed to to get away for one of the trips of a lifetime to uh, Chile, Peru, Bolivia, Argentina. Um, went into Brazil for a couple of days learn a little bit of Spanish before I got to Brazil and then got to Brazil and realized they spoke Portuguese. So I didn't really talk to anyone for a couple of days. Saw Iguazu Falls and went to Argentina and then flew home. And it was, uh, yeah, it was an incredible trip and I'm so grateful for our community and our team and KP for allowing it to actually happen. Um, yeah, that was, that was such an incredible part of my life and I'm so stoked that we did that. Um, where are we up to now? Whew. So that was, that was March of 2018, uh, March and April. Uh, and then, you know, 2018 kind of rolled through. We we welcomed these two legends into our internship program. We've got Jazz Birch, who is a current coach at Virtus uh, and one of the most lovely people you'll ever meet. And we have Charlie Robbins, uh, who is, he won last year's Australian Ninja Warrior. So a bit of a, bit of an unsuspecting, uh, savage this dude he um we slowly started seeing i think he was i think he was uh, recording australian ninja warrior while he was doing the mentorship so uh he had a couple of absentee absent days from that but uh, actually absolutely incredible at what he does um and it was very cool to have him involved in it there's coop doing some good things um we ran another birthday bash in 2018 um there's a picture of me doing good things in Peru and Machu Picchu. And, and for those that haven't been get there cause it's incredible. Um, and yeah, 2019 was a bit of an interesting year. Um, I guess it, every, every year running business, I kind of find that you realize how much more there is. You don't know. Um, I was definitely more, I felt like I I feel like I was more confident as a business owner in, in 20, 2016 and 2017 than I was in 2018 and 2019. And now in 2020, I probably feel like I'm, I know less, but it's probably because the, the scope for what I realize there is to know is more. I, I know um, inadvertently that I'm more capable now, but uh, I guess it's, it's a tough, uh, it's a tough, thing to deal with you're going to be throwing different problems you're going to be throwing different challenges and and we look at we're in 2020 now and the gym's closed um and uh yeah who knows when we're going to be open again but at the end of the day 
our team and our community and our commitment to making people better won't change. So um, COVID, as long as you've got to stay at home, we're here. We're going to hang out. Uh, we're in no rush. Quicker I get to train at, or coach 6am VGT and get back into breakfast clubs and give everyone hugs and high fives, the better. But uh, we're in no rush because we can do this shit online, uh, hopefully. Now we know we can. We know we can. And we know our, our clients and our uh, Virtus family will stick by us. Um, sorry, I'm itchy, itchy neck. Uh, I apologize if I keep scratching. Um, mid, so so we've gone through many, I guess, iterations and, and evolutions of Virtus over over 2015 or before that um, when we were at, at Pearsdale, um, 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019 was probably our biggest one. Um, so I guess the way the business was set up, we had a lot of one-on-one coaching. We had some semi-private. We, you know, we had different levels of it. And to be honest, it was a bit of a shit show. We had like 25 different offerings. Um, so we worked pretty tirelessly the first half of 2019 to get a system together that we know could take us uh, a long time into the future. Um, and we ended up with the, the VAD and VA, VAD and VGT system, which basically we realized that uh, everyone, most people uh, want one of two things. They either want um, to have one-on-one direct coaching where they're told what to do every step of the way, or they want to get in a part of a group in a community where they can support each other to reach their goals. So um, the, the issue with the one-on-one side of things is that, um, you know, most high quality gyms will charge upwards of 80 to hundred, 120 bucks for a session of one-on-one coaching. And most athletes, most humans should be training three to five times a week. Uh, and obviously I'm not great at maths, but you don't have to really do the maths to understand that that's a, a fair chunk of coin per week. You know, if you spread it out 52 weeks of the year, then that's a, it's a big chunk of income that has to go towards training. And we wanted a, a system, uh, a coaching system that had that same level of quality, but allowed athletes to train as often as they needed to, to achieve their goals. So, so we basically scrapped the system we had and we brought this new system into place. So uh, our fir- the first part of that system is our onboarding process, which uh, is fairly comprehensive, but it's comprehensive for a reason. Um, we want to make sure that everything we're doing in the gym is making people better. So we do a three session onboarding, three one-on-one sessions. Um, once we've done that, people choose one of two options. Option one is our VAD, our Virtus Athletic Development, which is just our version of a semi-private model. So, um, so for example, Laugh footballer, uh, he's programmed a program specific for his body, his goals, where he's at, what's worked in the past, what hasn't. Um, and yeah, basically everything is, is tailored for him. And he gets to choose whether he wants to train once a week, twice a week, three times a week, four times a week, five, six, seven, doesn't really matter. It's up to him. Uh, and he's coached through those sessions by one of our coaches. Uh, the only difference to that and a one-on-one model is there might be a couple of other coaches there and he'll get access to all of our coaches throughout the week. So uh, coaching standards and being the, the best coaching experience possible is is one of our, our goals. Um, obviously, it's really hard to measure. Um, we just have to take our athletes word for it and make sure we get them results. But doing that, um, VAD is our answer to that and it's something that we implemented in start of July, 2019, and we are still running today, albeit online at the minute. 
and VGT. Oh, that's Mitch. That's not VGT. Hey, Mitch. Um, VGT, which I think is this one. Yes, is Virtus Group Training. So this is our community-based, progress-based, general physical preparation uh, program. It's for people who want to move better, get stronger, get fitter, do all of the good things and have fun while doing it with a, with a crew of people. Um, VAD, you'll, ha you'll have other people training with you, but you're running separate programs. Um, we want to create a team sport environment like that. We also want to create a team sport environment in VGT but everyone's running a similar program. We obviously have progressions and regressions, but as far as uh, changes to the business go, mid, uh, mid, when were we? Uh, 20, 2019. Yeah. It was when we kind of got started on that. And you can see that we didn't really use Facebook uh, too much between then and then and now, because a couple of photos later, we've got our uh, COVID Jimmy's closed photo. Um, so on the uh, 20, and this is a, a date that will go down in the history of Virtus as the first time we actually had to close uh, something outside our control. But as of 12 o'clock today, Virtus performance will be closed until April 13th, which is in four days, which that won't be happening. Uh, we are, will be in lockdown for a lot longer than that. Um, as directions for the state government, um, this was a this was a hard day, and I spoke about it in a podcast. So I won't spend too long on it now. But this was a really hard day because we basically had to get our business that we'd spent five, four and a half years building, and plus the time beforehand, and shift it to an online model in the space of a couple of hours. Um, I am incredibly proud, incredibly proud of the team for 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 the work that went into that. Uh, I'm incredibly proud of Coop's. Uh, attitude during it um that morning i was a bit flat i was kind of like fuck what are we going to do i knew we'd be okay but i kind of needed coop to kick me out the ass and tell me to get moving and get doing it and he did that um, and i'm incredibly proud that we were able to do so um you know obviously a lot of our Vernus family members lost jobs and, and lost income from that um and yeah i'm stoked to say that we were able to keep training those guys regardless of whether they're paying a membership or not um since then the focus uh, has been on a couple of different things. Um, I'm going to stop sharing my screen now because we've basically gone through the last five years or so. Um, but the yeah, since then, the focus has been on our values. It's been on performance. It's been on getting everyone the best possible training program at home. It's been on education. We want to continue to make sure that everyone's moving forward with what they're doing. And it's been uh, focused on community pretty much above all else. Right now, when people don't have the same uh, rhythm and routine they're used to is now is when they need each other the most. And when they have the inability to connect physically, we need to connect socially. And I think that's why, uh, why everyone's social media usage will go up and, but I'm definitely okay with it. Um, the more zoom calls the more FaceTime calls you can do, the more connection you can have over the next couple of months, the better. Um, so I think that's it. That's, uh, that's part one of this uh, podcast series. I hope I'll do my best to make sure the next couple aren't as long. But thank you so much for listening, for watching, for being a part of Virtus Family and being a part of this journey. It's been a pretty incredible journey so far. There's been heaps of ups, heaps of, down, heaps of downs, <laughs> heaps of in-betweens. But I know that uh, we're going to keep putting our head down and our bum up to make sure that we get the best possible result for everyone in the Virtus family. Uh, we want everyone to be as happy, as healthy and as, uh, and as athletically capable as they possibly can. 
now and pretty much forever. So if you're listening, cheers to you. If you have watched, cheers to you. If you've played even the smallest role uh, in Virtus getting from Build and Burn Shed um, to what it is now, uh, an ambulance depot, but what it is now in, in spirit, uh, I appreciate you more than uh, I could ever ever say um thank you for being a part of it thank you for contributing um and hopefully there's a lot more where this came from that's me see you for part two but i think i'm going to jump on with coop here's a little insight i think i'm going to jump on with coop and we're going to talk about the last uh last two years or so since he jumped on board and, and what our focus has been we're going to do that for part two so you get a little bit more insight into that and the team we've had uh, and the ups and downs. And then for part three, we're going to talk about the future of Virtus, which pre-COVID, was, uh, we were pretty set on what our steps were. Uh, it might delay things a little bit more from now, but we're still uh, committed to helping as many people as possible. So have a wonderful evening. Have a wonderful day. Be amazing. Keep doing good things. <laughs>